Monday, July 19th, Daily Dingers returns following a, it was a painful parlay Friday. We missed like three parlays by one leg, but it happens. And we are back Monday. I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. Jack, before we begin, family was in town this weekend. How was it? It was good. It was a good time. Just, you know, went out with them, drinking, went to Wrigleyville, Sluggers, bunch of the same kind of stuff that you'll, you'll probably be doing actually this this coming weekend. So That's right. Big bachelor party weekend in Chicago. Me and Jack, Friday podcast in person. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun. Then we got bleachers on Saturday. I mean, this is going to be what? a sick weekend. What Do you get in Thursday night then, I'd imagine? I get in on Thursday at like 3.30. Okay, I got you. I got you. Then, okay, you're probably going to be going out Thursday night then if you're here. I am going to be going out Thursday night. Oh boy, we'll see how that goes. I don't know <laughs> where I, I, I don't know where we're gonna be on Thursday night. Like Thursday's like open. There's no plans. Yeah. Not everybody's in yet. Like half half the group's gonna be in. The other half is not gonna be in until like some people are like gonna be straggling in late Thursday night. Some people will be coming in early Friday. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be. A I wonder. Early. I wonder if the Sox are in town on Thursday. They might be. If they are, that would actually be. Oh no, they're not. They don't play Thursday. I was gonna say that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be a good little 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 get both stadiums out of the way in a weekend. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, the guaranteed rate's not terrible. It's not a bad stadium. It's no, just I, like there's it's not like there's that much to do around it though. Like Wrigley's got all those bars and everything around, and then the White Sox have like two bars and just a big parking lot. Like tailgating's huge there. That's a big thing. But yeah, but you want the you want the like the bars and like bar hopping and all that experience. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. So like White Sox though sounds more like a, a midweek stadium yeah it's it's good for a midweek night game where you're like all right like i'll i'll go drink at a bar like near me for a little bit before take the train down and then you know when the game's over just go back home there you go all right i mean we'll we'll see i mean thursday i don't know if you're around thursday you know i mean i'm gonna i'll I'll be here i'll be here i can show you some spots text you when i get there but we're gonna have it's gonna be a long weekend it's gonna be a marathon not a sprint actually it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a marathon full of sprints is what i'm calling i i haven't been to a saturday day game at wrigley in Shoot, probably three years, something like that. I mean, I've never been there, so we'll yeah, we're gonna dude, have to. It's, it's the best. There's literally nothing better. It's gonna be like 80 and sunny out this weekend too. I'm already hydrating. I'm already hydrating for the week. Everybody's told me to hydrate. I'm doing all it's, my. It's not gonna be that hot, but like, yeah, you probably should. It's probably a good idea. I should hydrate anyway because I'm gonna I'm gonna dehydrate myself um, the whole weekend. The whole weekend, <laughs> so that's fine. But all right, before we get into our bets, I gotta just address this um game day instagram post right but what, what was it if you had a thousand pitches against jacob de could you get a hit that was the one mm, on yeah. friday all right so i said no and anyone who tells you differently is a liar and people just like in the comments are just like coming at me about you know oh in a thousand pitches his arm would get tired this that the, that was the first argument was a thousand pitches his velocity would come down and you'd get a hit First of all, a thousand pitches is an unrealistic situation because nobody's throwing a thousand pitches in a row. So you can't then take a unrealistic situation and input a realistic situation into that by saying his arm's going to fall off. So yeah, like obviously anyone that throws a thousand pitches, it's going to be hard. Like no one can do that. Right. So like you're not going to take an unrealistic situation and put real stuff into it. That just doesn't make any sense. So if you're getting a thousand pitches in a row in a hypothetical situation, hypothetically, he's throwing 95 to 100 the entire time. Um, So that's one. Um, And then let's go number two. Um, 
So that's about 10 games worth of pitches. Let's break it down into games, right? So let's say 1,000 pitches, like 10 games worth. If you got all 27 at-bats for 10 games, you wouldn't get a hit off him. No, there's not a chance. Like Unless you're seeing like only one pitch, then you might have a chance just because like after like 500, you might have a shot. Like I, I don't know. I think you no, might, I think you might have a shot game. to make. I think you might have a shot to maybe make contact, not get a hit. No, no, not get a hit. I'm saying I if I would be pumped if I foul tip one against him. Right, like that's the best shot you have. I the the average person like I I played like high school baseball. See, the average person doesn't even do that. I would have to start my swing before he releases the ball to have a chance of hitting it. Right, and then you're you, and then you would have to adjust that swing to where the like, ball is going. Unless exactly. you, just you don't realize how your fast back. your hands have to be to hit a hundred. Like right, it's insane. It's insane. And then like, it's like, okay, here we we got. He, he throws one hundred and one. His changeup's like ninety three. His slider's like ninety five. Oh, by the way, he could also throw a curveball, which he sneaks in there. He he didn't sneak it into like mid season, but like, stop acting like hitting a baseball isn't the hardest thing to do in sports. It is by a mile. It's not even close either, dude. Like, it's not even close. So people that think like that just – let's put this into perspective a little bit. People think that just the regular Joe Schmo could get 1,000 pitches against Jacob deGrom and get a hit. Let's break this down a little bit more into he had a rehab assignment against a single-A team, which are – single-A is they are professional baseball players by definition. Okay? They're the top 0.1% of hitters in all of baseball. Like, Correct. Correct. He struck out eight out of nine of those guys. So what makes you think That's crazy? What makes you think that Josh, you Joe Schmo, who ha, who maybe plays men's league against guys throwing 72 mile an hour pus with no off speed is going to get in the box and make contact, let alone get a hit. You know, first of all, men's leagues aren't even touching 72. Those guys are touching like 65. It depends. Sometimes you get sometimes you get a guy in there who like got drafted or like played like minor leagues for like a year and he throws and like he's 80. touching seventy eight. Like yeah. he's not even hitting eighty. His arms falling off. Like it's it's ridiculous. These these people are ridiculous. They, they then they they like throw these situations. They're like, oh maybe they're like, oh maybe the people who think they could get a hit were actually good at baseball. I played college baseball, bro, and I'm telling you right now, you're not touching them. You're not. It's just not when I was at my peak, when I was at my peak performance of like probably like 20 years old in college playing baseball, I wouldn't even get the bat off my shoulder. So let's just not even go in there. Terrified. Yeah. Like, let's not go there with that. OK, so here's I mean, the deal. you see you see what Yelich said about that, too, because that's like the question was posed because part of my take interviewed him. And okay. he was like, dude, that you like the average the average person wouldn't even be able to see the ball, let alone hit it. Right. There's just there is no shot. There is the average just, MLB player has like 40 20 vision. They're crazy. It's like insane. Exactly. And now these people these people think like, "Oh, I'm just going to get in the box and make you're not you're not going to do anything." It's fast you're not going like, to rises. It's it's right. weird what it does. It like gains speed as it's going. Right. Like you have to have world-class hand-eye coordination to foul tip it, let alone square it up and get a hit you have no chance of getting a hit i'm sorry like i'm actually i'm not sorry you're an idiot if you think you could get a hit off the best pitcher in the world <laughs> as just like some guy like not you're only an idiot. the best pitcher in the world he's like on pace to have the best pitching season ever right now right even though he's hurt and hopefully he yeah. comes back fine whatever we don't have to talk about that but at the end of the day even jacob Degrom at 70 percent would make you look stupid 
I mean, let's be honest, most college pitchers, D1, 2, or 3, would make everyone look stupid, let alone yeah, Jacob D- Right. They're like guys – They're like people don't realize they're like guys in D3 that just didn't have like grades to go D1, and they throw like 95-mile-an-hour cheese whiz. Yeah. Like you th- – these people are so – so stupid. I don't know what gonna, they, I don't know how they get so cocky about it. Honestly, it's like, dude, I, you have not a single chance. They got one hit off like some guy in their in their high school league, like JV, and all of a sudden they're like, "I'm the man. I could get a hit off Jacob." You can't. I love the confidence, but like, don't be an idiot. Let's be realistic here. It's like it's like it's like when uh, it's like when they tell you when you're a kid you could do anything that you want to do and be anything that you want to be. But if you have if you're five six and you can't jump, you're not playing in the NBA. This is the same thing. Like you're not like you can't be anything you want to be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> you just you simply can't. There's, there's simply, certain special gifts you need to be given to like get that. Correct. So end rant. Let's make some money today. Um, I'm I I'm gonna preface. I'm not doing any underdogs. Jack I think is doing an underdog. I'm gonna do two regular bets. Uh, what is your best bet for today to begin? Yeah, I think we got the same one, don't we? It's Rangers Tigers under four and a half for the first five innings. That is correct. We are riding together uh, on this one. I, I love that pick. You got Kyle I mean, Gibson, dude. I, Kyle Gibson's nice. Casey Mize is nice. Those teams both can't hit at all. Like, I mean, the Tigers scored seven runs yesterday against the Royals, and I think like that's like they're not. I don't think they're going to do that back to back days. Oh, not a chance, right? So like you have that going. And then also what I like about this, anytime you get a first five under four and a half in like a ballpark like Detroit, that park is tremendous. So there's not going to be any like accidental home runs. You know what I mean? I, they're going to have to string but, hits together. Yeah, like I remember in uh, the last time, I'm pretty sure both these guys squared off like a couple of weeks ago too and we bet the under and it hit with ease. But like That was, there was in a Texas. Run, yeah, there was a run the first inning. It was because Texas ballpark is small. Like Correct. So like you're not gonna get that here. So we we hit that just at the four. This is the four and a half. I just think we're good. I think we're good here. And I like the odds too. You have gotta understand was, like minus minus one eighteen is what I got it at. What'd you get it at? I got it minus one fifteen. Okay, so that's great. Like those are great odds, especially for this. Like people could tell you to take. Listen to me. People could tell you to take any bet that they want, but if they're giving you the like, oh, I got this lock at minus two fifty. You should run oh far away as fast as you can. Dude, that's like uh, we – so me and my friends a couple like, – it was probably a year ago, maybe a little more at this point. You know Parlay Travi, that guy? Yeah. We bought his picks, and they're always like minus 300, minus 250. And like we were like, we're not betting. That's like the stupid – we're paying for your picks to, for you to tell me that the Jaguars are going to lose to the Patriots. Like obviously. Like I – but I'm not here to bet $300 to make 100. Like are you – it's it pissed me off when like a lot – I feel like a lot of those like – cappers and stuff like the big ones like parley travi are always like picking those stupid crazy odds like that yeah they give you what's called whale bets they throw they they put like 10 grand on it and they win like three grand back it's the why that's first of all that's dumb second of all like anybody could pick that like you're like the reason that you go to somebody is for somebody to tell you like hey look at these uh these odds are better here this is the reason why and then like if you get like minus 118 or something like that or minus 120, like those are actually good numbers for you to actually make money long term. These people are yeah. just these people scam me. I was getting I got message I got messages on Twitter about like a 20 unit lock play that I was like, anybody who tells you to bet 20 units is scamming you. That's get insane. Run I bet as fast units, as you can. I'd be sketching out if I had 20 units on anything, even if it's like, you know, like Team USA A game in the Olympics. Like I'd be tweaking if I had 20 units. 
Yeah, especially the way they're playing. They probably, you might lose that. So Yeah, that might actually now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, all right. First five, Tigers, Rangers, first five, under four and a half. You got at minus 115 on Barstool. I got at minus 118 on FanDuel. Casey Mize versus Kyle Gibson. I love that one. That's we're in agreement here. Um, next one, um, what do you got? You got an underdog or you got another straight bet? Yeah, I got underdogs. Just Giants money line over the Dodgers tonight, plus 116. Listen, the Giants, I think, have a little bit of pressure on them. They got to show people they're they're for real this year. This series is really big for the second half. You got Gosman on the mound, your best pitcher, best pitcher in the National League that's healthy right now uh, against Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers. It feels a little trappy because the Giants are, you know, they have a better record, and but but they're on the road plus one sixteen. There's some I just I think with Gosman on the mound, this is your best chance to win a game this series against the Dodgers. You you have to take this win. Yeah, I think they do need the game. I'm just betting again. I know the Giants have been re- really good. Obviously, they're in first place. Betting against the Dodgers always just scares me. Even with Gonsolin on the mound, like the full game scares me. I might even I would probably consider Giants first five if you get a plus money. I would even do. I would consider the Giants a plus one and a half. Except the juice is probably going to be really high on that one. This, I, this morning was like yeah, minus one. That's minus one ninety. Yeah. So I. Yeah, so like the juice is like that's too big for me on that one to do anything like that. Um, I don't hate the pick. I just I get scared um, going against the Dodgers because the Dodgers could explode at any moment. So that's my only thing. But that's very fair. at the same time, Giants are still good. That's probably a pick that that's a you, that's a pick you feel good about. It's yeah. not like I mean, a pick but- where you're like. Look at the numbers. The Dodgers have like a little bit of ownage against Gosman, but he's still at the end of the day one of the best pitchers in baseball this year. So I, yeah, I trust him more than I trust Gonsolin. Yeah, Gonsolin's not very good. So let's get that out of the way right away. Um, so I'm not doing uh, an underdog here. I'm doing just another best bet, and I'm going Cincinnati Reds. The big they are not the big red machine. They're just the Reds. Reds first five money line minus one twenty two. They're playing the Mets. Mets are coming off an emotional comeback win that salvaged their series against the Pirates. Either way, the Mets are still in trouble. Their starting pitching is like way too thin and up in the air. They got Jared Eikhoff going tonight. The Reds mash. They're coming off a series where they just got swept by the Brewers. But I, I expect them. They are at home tonight. They hit way better in their home park. They're facing a guy who's we don't really know that much about. He's really not. Whoa. When was the last time Jared Eikhoff actually started a game? Like, honestly, I, I don't know if he's been doing that lately. I've not yeah, heard his name in a while. No, so I'm not really thrilled about that. Also, the Mets are facing a guy in Gutierrez who they've never seen before. And usually when the Mets face somebody they've never seen, they start extremely slow. Um, I still don't love the Reds' bullpen, so I'll do first five. I think the Reds are going to score some runs early in this one. First five money line, minus 122. Give me Cincy. Let's do it. I'm about that. I was thinking the over in that game could be a little spicy too at 11. I don't like the reason I don't like the over is because I don't, I don't trust the Mets to score runs. Like they, <laughs> I just don't, I just don't trust the Mets to score runs. They, they could score. Yeah, sure. Occasionally they could score runs, but most of the time they're playing games that are like four, three, four, two. I don't, I don't love it. That's, that's fair. I mean, it depends who's on the bump for them though, but they, at the end of the day, they just don't really hit very well. No, they're inconsistent. I don't know how they came back. Actually, I do know how they came back yesterday. The Pirates stink, so that's Pirates. why they came back. Um, <laughs> Literally. But, but still, I mean, I just don't trust them. I don't want to trust their offense. I would feel more comfortable taking the Mets team total under Dude, than I would taking a full game over. That play they made in the field yesterday or didn't make in the field was absolutely absurd. With, with yeah, that was, a, that, 
that was a top five that's so Mets moment ever. That oh my god, I, Twitter was going nuts after that. That was hilarious. Well, so I didn't know what happened. I cut to another game. I cut to another game, and I came back, and like Taiwan, not Taiwan Walker, Luis Rojas is going absolutely bananas on the ump, which was great. I love, <laughs> I love when managers get it. He was going ballistic, and he got kicked out of the game. So I didn't know what the hell was going on, and then I saw, and then I, I rewounded, and I was like, what did Taiwan Walker just? Do? I just don't like. Look, if that you, didn't make if you, sense. Like, if you think it, first of all, don't kick it foul. A, B, like all you got to do is like pick it up with the glove. That's two, three, like. If he doesn't say foul, if the ump doesn't say foul ball, why are you stand there arguing? Like, go get the base. Yeah, but and they're just every single person there is just standing around waiting for like something to happen. You're like, dude, it's a live ball. Like everyone is right. just sprinting around the bases. Right. The that video of like the aerial, the aerial video of that play where it's just like every single person on the Mets is just standing around doing absolutely nothing while the Pirates just rounding the bases. Like, yeah, it was, it's that, was that, that was insane. But they won the game somehow. The 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 Mets out pirates the Pirates, and then they still came back and won the game, which is like <laughs> that's insane. how bad the Pirates are. <laughs> yeah, the Pirates are like unbelievably bad. But um, yeah, so there there we go with that one. Um, Nerfy, let's move to Nerfy. Who do you like tonight? Nerf? I think. Listen, I'm gonna tell the people. I do like this Nerfy. So if you don't want to roll, you want to fade us, you can. But I I'm, I'm know, a big I, proponent I of this gonna... tonight. I'm gonna say you you picked it. I did not pick this one. I did. However, pick it. I proved it. I proved you, it. You did. You gave the seal of approval. You know, this is this is your bachelor part party week. Like you're, you're. I think I think we're gonna have a little bit of luck on our side this week. I really do. Um, I agree with you. Got, yeah, I, I like it. It's minus one twenty five. Angels A's. You got Otani versus Irvin in Oakland too, which is a very pitcher friendly, extremely pitcher friendly, especially at night. Like that game's gonna be. I like that pick. I'm, I'm a fan. I like that. I think I like that Otani doesn't really knock on wood. Knock on wood. Otani doesn't really hit a ton when he pitches. So let's no. let's see. So even if he gets up in the first inning, maybe he gets like a little ground out and then you know we just get through. Just need an inning. That's it. I like it. I like it tonight. Listen, all the if you look at all the pitching matchups, this this is the only matchup that you look at and you're like, they there could be no run scored in this first inning. This, all the other matchups man. are ridiculous. Rangers Tigers is on is another one I was thinking too. That yeah, that would be the other one, but we're going under first five in that game. So yeah, you don't have too many bets placed on that. Imagine, man. That would, I remember last time they pitched against each other, actually they had nerfy that game, but I also had the under. So they just canceled canceled out. I was like, damn, really? Because there's one run in the first inning and that's it. Yep. That was just a little pop-up. That's what happened. Yeah. Like a little so boop. let's move to our <laughs> daily dinger. All right. We got home run props are back. What do you got tonight? Yeah, I will say on Friday, I did a little individual bet too of Mitch Hanniger to Homer plus 350. That's smacked. Uh, today, we got Trey Mancini plus 310 today against Ryan Yarbrough and, uh, and the, in the Rays. Mancini stands against him six for 20 with three homers, two doubles. So when he does hit this guy, he hits him really, really hard. I like him a lot. Um, you know, Trey Mancini coming off. Maybe feeling a little good after that home run derby too. We'll see. Uh, I like it though. Let's let's get after it with Trey. That was going to be my other my other choice if I didn't go with this one. Also, the last time they played, I believe Mancini did take him yard as well. So I still like that because um, I don't think Yarbrough was very good. Um, he hangs that hangs that little dopey seventy eight mile an hour slider over the middle of the plate. Trey Mancini is going to take it out of the park. Um, so I'm going. 
Sorry, I'm going against you here. Um, I'm going with Mookie Betts, plus 300 against your boy, Kevin Gossman. Um, career numbers, 15 for 46 with three home runs and a double against him. So he uh, hits him. Well, I just also think that Betts is going to go on a second-half tear. I think he's off to a good start for the second half. He had a really bad first half. I think he's going to demolish the second half. And I think uh, tonight he goes right. Plus, plus 300 tonight is not bad at all. So I'm a big that, fan. There. I feel the same way about him. And him and Christian Yelich, I think, are going to have monster second halves. Yeah, They're both I, too good to be playing like this for an entire year. Agreed. I think this is where you start seeing them like really take off, which will propel both teams into the playoffs. And uh, that's going to, it's going to go well there. So now I know I, I, I uh, changed Nerfy and daily dinger. I made them back to back my sheet list here. I was not reading properly. That's okay. Before we get the hell out of here, are you looking at anything else tonight? Um, I, I was thinking maybe it's like the first game of the doubleheader for the White Sox twins, White Sox minus one and a half. But I, it's like just so hard with seven inning games. I don't know how to gauge them. I think I'm still going to do it. But I think I'm in agreement with you there. I like that. It's minus 105, way better than like the minus like 260 or whatever that it's at. Yeah. For oh, yeah. So I mean, you got also, against some Joe Schmo dude on the twins. Yeah. So. That dude's that dude's ERA is like 8.3. And then if like, and then if like they get to him, the Twins bullpen is is extremely terrible. So like that that could be like a nine nothing seven inning game for for the White Sox. <laughs> for real, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, especially with Lynn on the on the mound, like he's so good. I love him. And, I know new contract. He he's the most like he's just he like oozes South Side too. Like he's just got like that like little chip on his shoulder. He's great. I know. I hope I we gotta. I hope we could get him the Bush Light sponsorship. I just feel like that's gotta happen. Oh, that'd be perfect. Be that would be fantastic. But um, all right. So that's gonna do it for us today. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Those are our picks for Monday, July nineteenth. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.